Alabaster International Ministry presents Jesus Celebration with Prophet Kofiudru. This is the season of the celebration of Jesus Christ. Come on, go ahead, love God, bless him, adore him, give him the glory. Hallelujah! The two hands are lifted. Can speak in the spirit for just one minute. I see a halakada bahade kosha. Sando kabale kabri katu varahade kasi. Rahalea ando sala batala la kerere. Kadibroski frada basha. Rada da bahadea askiskis kakaraka. Rababa dose da tia da batero. Rabada kofira halea. up this morning a line of that same song. Jesus, I, I ask for your mercy, Lord. In
very last time Jesus I I ask Father, we honor you for your love and your faithfulness. We bless you, eternal Jesus, Savior of the world, Messiah of all humanity. Thank you for your sacrifice and your faithfulness to the cross that have translated us from the domain of darkness and set us into the marvelous light of your dear Son. Father, we give you the glory for life from January until now. There have been so many events and issues that have taken even some lives from around the world and in our country. But when we stand full of life before your throne, we have no choice but to lift our hands and our hearts and to give you the glory and celebrate your goodness for your faithfulness. You are a good God. Now I stand to honor you because you have exalted your word above your name let the authenticity of your word break forth and reach out unto the sinner and reclaim the backslider let this morning be the morning the miracle begins in the lives of your people let them begin to know that you have begun a good work and that good work is the life of eternal life so we life abundant life show us your glory we want to see jesus and the power of his resurrection this nation needs your healing we stand before your throne this morning and ask for your mercy 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 for by works no man can prevail we need your mercy Look upon us with mercy this morning. Look upon this nation with mercy. In the precious name of Jesus. We give you thanks you who have begun a good work. You will also accomplish, I rebuke every satanic order. Demonic interference, intrusion, interruption. Mute them in Jesus' precious name. Have your way. We'll be careful to honor you in the precious name of Jesus. Somebody shout amen. Ah, glorify the King. Oh, oh it's a lovely praise and worship. And uh, I love the rendition, the set the tone for the holy spirit to be able to connect and uh, uh touch and reach out unto us say a good amen 
This is the W3 service. W3 means word, worship, and wonders. We are live on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM and all the sister stations in Cape Coast on uh, Sweet Memories. Uh, in Tamale, we are on Sweet Flow. In Wa, we are on Sweet Harmonies. In Boga, we are on Sweet Hearts. In Sunyang, this morning, we are on Sweet Reflections. We're live on Vision 1, 93.5 in the city of Accra. We are live in the OT region on 88.7 on Buim FM. We are live on Oniat Television and also Amansan Television. Our friends from Facebook have joined us from around the world and in country. We want to thank God for all the guys on YouTube and also thank God for you who are on podcast. Good morning to you. This is Alabasta International Ministry, Kwabnamponsa Memorial Temple, bringing you this live broadcast service. My name is Kofi Odra. I'm going to be with you from now until we bring the curtain down on this. Our foundation scripture is John, the 12th chapter, the 20th and 21st verses. John chapter 12 verses 20 and 21 the bible said there were certain greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast the same therefore came to philip which was a bedside of galilee and desired him saying sir we want to see jesus the same therefore came to philip which was a bedside of galilee and desired him saying sir we want to see jesus having read you that i would love to read arguably the most the most relevant verse of scripture, Luke chapter 21, verses number 34 through to 36. Luke, the 21st chapter, the 34 to the 36 verses, the Bible said. Take it to yourselves, ladies, at any time your hearts be overcharged with suffering and drunkenness and the curse of this life. And so that they come upon you on a worse, the Bible said, for as a snare it will come upon all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore, and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. Watch ye therefore, pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. Most of the things that are going to come to pass, well, some of the things that I talked to you about in, uh, in my presentation in, uh, last week, uh, where the Bible talks about in Matthew chapter number 24, especially when he got to verse number seven, he talks about plagues and epidemics and, 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 and pestilence and earthquakes and, uh, are going to come in diverse places. These are some of the things that are going to come upon the earth. In the eighth verse, the Bible said that these are the beginning of many sorrows. In the ninth verse, he continued to say, they will deliver you up to be afflicted and they will kill you. He was not only talking about murders. He was also talking about the affrication of concepts, synopsis, ideas. Yeah, your vision, your dream. Many people have got their vision killed just by whisperings and noise. Or you whine about that bang, you know, they, they kill you. You are dead on arrival. There are many people walking about but dead. Many marriages dead. Many homes dead. They will kill you. Who are they? On Tuesday night, I will be developing from there. And so that you can be able to understand that Jesus was referring to a, a particular group of people. They will afflict you and kill you. You will be hated of all nations for my name's sake. 
And so in Second Timothy chapter number three and verse number one, the Bible said, "Know this: in the in the last days there will be the perilousity of times." The Bible said that men will be lovers of them, their own selves. They will be covetous. People will be boastful and proud and blasphemous, disobedient to parents. They are going to be unthankful, unholy. And he goes for these are the things that are going to come to pass. These are the things that he is talking about vehemently that are going to false accusers, incontinence, fears, despisers of those that are good. And so he went further and talked about traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than God. Lovers of pleasure more than God. This week I made a submission on the ministries page, Prophet Dr. Kofi Odru on Facebook and uh, on Instagram and then I said God is going to judge all promiscuous and all cheating relationships and marriages. It broke an argument on the internet. Then I realized how perverse this generation is. Even the people sitting in church perverse rotten people find found that very offensive why will god judge cheating marriages now human beings have become so so blasphemous that they can look in the eyes of god and talk back at him talk back at his word who said god will not judge everything under the under the under under the sun everything will be judged Including your cheating tendencies. Yeah. It will be judged. So these were the things that the Bible was talking about. High-minded lovers of pleasure more than God. We think so much of what will happen in the next five minutes. More than what will happen when you stand before God. You think too much about that. So in the fifth verse, he said, here, he said categorically, he said, having a form of godliness, and that is exactly of the portrait of this particular generation. We have a form of godliness. We sing as if we are. We talk as if we are. We dress as if we are. We behave as if we are. But the Bible said we, we worship God with our mouth. But our hearts are drawn far away. Far away. We have a form of godliness. We have a form of godliness. But we have replaced the daily sacrifice. Matthew chapter 24 and verse number 15. And when you see the abomination of desolation, which the prophet Daniel talked about, having stand in the holy place, everybody should know that. Listen to this, Ghana. Because what you call Christianity apparently is detestable before God. He that thinketh that he standeth should be where least he falls. I'm talking to you. This is not the congregation that is going to be magnifying what you have and what you wear and what you, you eat and where you sleep and how you fly. You know, you fly first class and business class. You drive a Range Rover and, uh, and Maserati and you, you live at East Legon and West Legon cantonments and Laboni and your children attend Harvard, Cornell, Yale, Cambridge and 
Oxford, you know, these are just the boastful pride of men. Vanity upon vanity. The Bible calls all of them a vanity. I came to draw the heart of a nation back to God. That is what I came here this morning to do. I came here to draw the heart of a nation back to God. Something is wrong, sweetie. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. And so this morning, my subject matter, and which I'm going to peddle it, push it for the next four weeks, put your house in order. Yeah, put your house in order. Your house is in this array. Put your house in order. In the Old Testament, there, was, there were so many things, you know, that happened that brought this particular perspective. For example, the prophet Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah chapter 38 and verse number 1. The Bible said in those days, Hezekiah was sick unto death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto me, Thus saith the Lord, set your house in order. Set your house in order. You are going to die, but before you die, set your house in order. Set your house. Put your house in order. Put your house in order. You shall die and not leave. I would love to. It was only in love talk. And the previous Sunday before love talk. Well, whilst I was talking and, and talking about Mama Rita's uh, uh, grandmother. The woman that you beat her, you will laugh. I mean, she's so sweet and awesome. Almost at the age of 95. Uh, amazing woman. She told me the other time. He said, Massey, come let me tell you something. Uh, and so, and so and then I was asking her, where is it exactly? I said, To God be the glory, she was called home. I think on uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, um, at such a beautiful age, uh, was not sick. We got up in the morning and felt like she couldn't wake up from the bed. So we took her to um, um, the polyclinic at Kaneshi. And a few hours after that, uh, she passed on. We want to thank God for her life. I want to commiserate with Mama Rita's family here mom her uncles and aunties um and the entire family for such a wonderful woman sweet she was she welcomed and embraced everybody amazing phenomenal she showed love and she typified christianity we give god the glory for his life we know that when the trumpet sounds the righteous will appear before the glorious throne of god you believe it say amen yeah and so whilst i'm building up on this it is right and uh you know the scripture please it is right and you know on course put your house in order because it will happen it will happen whether at a tender age the little children who had an accident at uh in the school bus at Nkoko were also laid to rest three days ago children seven years Six years. They went to school. In a school bus. 
And sometimes you will want to blame the boss. Sometimes you will want to blame the driver. The truth of the matter is that everybody's boundaries have been set. I'm telling the righteous something and the ungodly something. And so Moses was saying, so teach me to number my days that I will apply my heart unto wisdom. Psalm 90 verse 12. In 2 Kings chapter number 20 and verse number 1, Isaiah's prophecy was captured in the chronicles or in the book of Kings. The Bible said in those days Hezekiah was sick unto death and the prophet Isaiah the son of Amos came and prophesied and said thus saith the Lord, the Lord set your house or put your house in order for thou shalt surely die and not leave. It was synonymous in 2 Samuel chapter 17 and verse number 23. 2 Samuel chapter 17 and verse number 23. The Bible said, and when Ahitophel saw that his counsel was rejected, he saddled his ass and arose and got, got him home to his house. And the Bible said to his city and to his household and put his house in order and hung himself and died and was buried in the sepulcher of his father. He knew that he was going to die. So first he put his house in order. I'm talking to the wise only. Look in the eyes of somebody standing next to you and tell the person, put your house in order. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. First of all, let me use opportunity to say that when we say put your house in order, it doesn't mean you are going to die immediately. <laughs> It's just like a wife telling a husband, baby, you, 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 need to, you need to write your will. If the husband is not deep, he may be feeling that the woman wants him dead so that he can be able to possess his property. Or that, that's right, his property. But that is not the case. The case is anytime anybody tells you to put your house in order, he is trying to avert chaos after your death. Chaos after your life. Chaos. Too much chaos, especially when the rich and the successful die. I know a man who, who was buried in this country five times. Five times he was buried. He had many wives and this group will go and bury him. And then the other group will go and exhume the body and bring it back. Put him back in the refrigerator. Set the date. Another date and everything. And then throw this casket away. And then buy another one. Wash him again. Dress him up again. And then have that a service. Go and bury him. In the night, another group goes to exhume. And then they put him back in the refrigerator. Set their own date and do their own service. Bury him five times. Five times. Chaos and confusion. Put your house in order. Put your house in order. And that is exactly what, you know, I will want to talk to you this Sunday morning about five, five things or five areas in a Christian's life or in a human being's life. Maybe let me put it that way. In a human being's life that must be put in order before you appear before Christ. 
You know when we were talking about in Matthew chapter 16 and verse number 24, the Bible was outlining, you know, anybody who wants to follow Christ must deny himself and take up his cross and follow him. In the verse number 27, maybe in the verse number 26, the Bible said, you know, a man can gain the whole world and loses his own soul. What will be the benefits or what will be the profit of that? And then when you go to verse number 27, he said, for the son of man cometh in the glory of his father with his angels and the bible said he will reward not award reward every man according to their works in revelation chapter number revelation chapter number 20 and verse number 12 the bible said i saw the dead great and small stand before god everybody will stand before god and the bible said the books were open and another book which is the book of life the bible said and the dead were judged out of the things which were written according to that the dead great and small will stand before God. They will stand before God. Even in Luke chapter number 21, verses number 36, which we have been reading every day, the Bible said, Watch ye therefore, and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. You and I, we will stand before the Son of Man. The truth of the matter is that when we talk like this, it does not mean that we should not bobra. It, it does not mean that we should not bother. It does not mean we shouldn't live life to the full. Truly, the Bible said clearly, you know, in Acts chapter number 5, verse number 20, we should, we, the, we, the, the priesthood should go into the temple and tell the parishioners or the people of God all the words of this life. And so when you come to sit here, this, all the words of this life comes into the picture. What of the Lord is not that you are going to heaven only, but all the words of this life. How to be a great wife, a great mother, how to be a great career woman, how to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world, how to be a wise woman and a wise man, how to make the right choices and the right decisions in your life, how to upgrade your own self and your own life and all that, not to be the puppet of anybody, how you should not be a beggar, but to be a creative inventor and innovator, how to be able to create things and innovate things and ideas and concepts and synopsis and all stuff like that. How to be able to do all these, ladies and gentlemen, how to be able to do all these things and to be able to prove your life and the destiny which God has given unto you. When I stand here and I begin to build up on all these things, it is very essential for you how to inspire you and motivate you to be able to stand on your own grounds, on your own grounds, and not, you know, if like a nation to stand on our own grounds uh, as a sovereign nation and an independent nation and not to be detected to by other people and to just remind this nation that the borrower is a slave to the lender always always the borrower will always be a slave as it can never change if I stand before you and keep begging, I am a slave to you always and always. This is why we teach concept that the hands that does not work should not eat. 
And so we, we are not, the moment we are telling to put your house in order, it doesn't mean that you are not going to live life to the full. Yeah, it doesn't mean that at all. You're going to marry and have family, children and all that, raise up your children, take them through the normal course of education from nursery to the university to be able to go through first degree to PhD and all that, to be able to go through all this. That's life. That's life. But the truth is that a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things that we possess. You can live on this earth and uh, die a miserable death. Even though your funeral was glamorous, every opulent person attended your funeral. And yet, you die into hellfire and eternal termination. Just like uh, the Bible have already talked about in Daniel the 12th chapter in the second verse, the Bible said some will die unto eternal life and others unto eternal termination. And so true repentance is a message that can never be overemphasized or underestimated. You need to repent or perish. Get your life in order, please. Get your life in order. You need to repent or perish. Put your life in order. You know, coming to church and all stuff like that, many people are in church religiously, but they have stinking hearts. Stinking hearts. When I build on, uh, uh, when I, I put that thing, little post there, and I was talking to, I'm just, you know, speaking to anybody who wants to read. Then I realized that, you know, people love pleasure than God. They love pleasure than God. There is nobody that walked with God in the scriptures that pleasure was not extinct out of that person. And so the Bible said in 2 Timothy chapter number, I love it so much, chapter number 2 and verse number 19, the Bible said very clearly, he said, that nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure. Yeah, the foundation of God is sanctioned. The Lord knows them that are his. Let him that calls upon the name of the Lord, let him depart from iniquity. And then he said in the big house are not only vessels of silver and gold, but also of wood and clay. Some to honor, others unto dishonor. But if any man will purge himself from these, he will be a vessel unto. In other words, it is not just dressing up and coming to sit in church and sing nice songs and have Hallelujah, clapping your hands that makes you a Christian. As a matter of fact, you can be in a prophetic service, in a miracle service. We can prophesy to you. You can fall under the power, but you are not saved. Maybe let me put it in the right context. You don't know Christ. So we can be in the house and do the theoretics and all that. I will not, I will not miss the opportunity to tell you truth. No, I won't miss that opportunity. When you woke up in the morning, you drove all the way, like almost an hour. People are coming from Uyarefa. People are coming from Akasua. People are coming from the Amasaman stretch and all that. And they sit here and I miss that opportunity. You know, seeing people and I'm carried away and I'm telling them, you know, nice things. How, you know, God, life is going to be good and great and all that. How you are going to be the next millionaire and order. Even the devil knows that when righteousness becomes a lifestyle, breakthroughs becomes automatic. Even Satan knows that. Yeah. 
So I won't miss the opportunity to start before this nation. I will never miss the opportunity to tell truth. Because a human being comes to the point, especially when you become very successful, you become a big name, a household name and all that. The people who can look in your eyes and tell you truth are very few. They are very few. A young man wanted to marry, you know, young pastor. He came to this house, wanted me to bless his marriage and all that. I told him straight to his face twice. He brought me a woman. I said, this woman would destroy your ministry. This is not a ministry material. I didn't even say wife material. This is not, because we have too many stinking marriages of preachers in this country. Preachers! When I put that little post, people will say, what if your wife is not allowing you to sleep with her? Wouldn't you resort to cheating? So why have, why, have you, why have you come to, you know, disturb our, our vibe? Your vibe is on the way to hell. Your vibe is on the way to hell. Yeah, your vibe is on its way to hellfire. I'm telling you. You see, this is why the Bible makes it very clear. Don't be carried about with what you can eat, what you can wear, and where you will sleep. I love it so much in First Timothy chapter 6 and verse number 6 where the Bible says, Godliness with contentment is great gain. In the verse number 7, he said, It is certain we came into this world with nothing and shall exit with nothing. And so if we have, he goes and said, If we have food and clothes, let us be content. Be content. Mawaketia. Let your salary look at the way that these young men and these young women, you know, when people's matter and keys come, I do not want to delve too much or poke my nose too much into it. But you know, when the, that young lady was arrested from London to the United States and has been under investigation for some time now and all stuff like that, the truth of the matter is now, now his case is judged, sentence is about to be released and people are sitting in their homes and you know online talking nonsense and all that because she went to money laundering and all that because this generation is a mad generation we know we all of us including the people in church we want to be rich overnight this is the only generation that believes that they can make it without education. And this is the only generation that make, believes they can make it without structure. They believe they can make it without time. They, can, they believe you can make it without patience. They believe you can make it without work. Work, a humor. They believe. This is the only generation that believes that you can be successful without work. This is the only generation that believes that you can make it without God. This is the only generation. Previous generations have trusted in the Lord, you know, to the point that the founding fathers of America can say that in God, in G-O-D, we trust. The founding fathers of Ghana can say, God, bless our homeland Ghana, not Antwenyama, bless our homeland Ghana, not Akonudi, bless God, bless our homeland Ghana, make our nation great and strong, bold to defend forever the cause of freedom and of right fill our hearts with true humility make us cherish fearless honesty and help us to resist oppressors it is a prayer the whole pledge is prayer
The whole anthem is prayer. The people who wrote it, including Philip Beho and uh, people like, uh, you know, Theodosia or people, you know, who did some of these patriotic work, you know, like Ifem Amu and, uh, you know, uh, Professor Kwabran Ketia. These were people who founded their faith in God and in Christ. If a person attended a Methodist school or a Presbyterian mission school or Catholic mission school, the product or the character that came out was not we smoking and sleeping with women and gayism and lesbianism and transgender and madness. No! By the time they came out, you can produce a man of character, a woman of character, a woman of substance, a man of substance, a man of value, a man of wisdom, a man of the fear of God, a man that eschew evil. Yeah, tell the people that are cheating on their wives and their husbands that they repent or they are on their way to hell. Tell them. Tell them. They repent or they are on their way to hell. This message, I know many people cannot stand. Yeah, this is why, you know, you know, six months, sorry, we didn't mean to them because, yeah, I, I don't care whether a person would I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. I am not guilty of your blood. Serious. <laughs> the people are chairman in the harvest committee. They are, you know, we call them to give big monies and all that. How many people giving big money in this country can be can be shown truth? Serious. How many people give it? You know, but Mr. Udru, baby, when you become very significant and very wealthy and all that, uh, you have a big name. The people that can look in your eyes and tell you truth are very, very few. For example, the president of Ghana is going to hardly hear truth. Because everybody wants favors. Who should tell truth and be seen as an enemy? So if we are diverting into a pit, we go with speed. Because the tendency that somebody can speak in cabinet meeting and say, Your Excellency, without due respect, is very, very, very small. What a leader, every leader, including preachers and all that, every leader when they wake up in the morning, how are things in our organization? The answer will determine their attitude for the day. So if the president hears something like, grounds are good, his output is reduced because grounds are good. But the truth is that the grounds are bleeding. The grounds are bleeding. Normal, ordinary. I have been, we have been praying at uh, Alabasa City in South Payman. 
for the whole week, throughout the week we have been there. And for one solid week, every day we go there, in the morning the lights goes up. And it comes back around 8 p.m. And I'm asking myself, so how are the people within this vicinity like welders, hairdressers, and uh, people at the Nika Nika, Amoyamebru, and all that? How are they going to survive? People who work in the vicinity and uh, they use electricity like the coastal people and all so How are they going to survive? Grounds are bleeding for them. How are the people on that stretch who runs filling stations and shops and organizing, you know, businesses and, you know, petty stuff? How are they going to, if truth is not heard? I see, you know, things that are done, nice roads constructed beautifully. And you look at the pavement and you look at the weeds that are growing up all over the place. Can somebody look in the eyes of the assemblies and tell the assemblies that you are doing a shoddy work and a disservice to this country and to God? Why can't they be able to hear truth? Put your house in order. The disarray is too much. A lady came from the university writing her thesis in the university and wanted to interview me. Sat we sat in the uh, place and whilst we were doing uh, the interview for her thesis, she, the, the thesis is, was about faith and sexuality. And then she asked me, she said, do you know that there are many people in church that have sex out of their marriage? I said, I know. And then she asked, she said, do you know that this has become very normal? I said, yes. It has become very, it has become very normal. Very normal. So if you do not have anybody to stand on the junction of heaven and hell, and redirect your soul. You are going to hell street. Without anything stopping. Somebody must be able. You know the treatment you are giving to your husband. Will be judged. I'm talking to you. The way you look in your husband and all stuff like that. I mean you, you know for all of us we sit here and all that. Some people will shame and like the lady is shouting and all that. But your husband should be able to tell whether you are a Christian or not. Your husband. You super with you will fear. Yeah. Should be. It is not your receiving of communion. Amen. Mother of God. I believe in God the Father. The Son. No, 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 no. Forget about your recitation. Your recitation is not going to heaven. No denomination is going to heaven. Alabasta, Pentecost, Presbyterian, Roman Catholic, Anglican, will be anywhere. There is no church in heaven. The church is just like a vehicle that is nurturing us, teaching us. But you will appear before God alone. And you see, these are the matters we don't talk about. We sit in church and all that we can hear about on a Sunday morning is all about life on earth. That is not enough because a day will come the life on earth will be useless. 
it will not matter again. Okay, if that is not true, I mean, there are, when they brought Kofi Annan's coffin to Kotoka, it was clear that his house in Zurich did not follow him here. His house in Switzerland did not follow him here. Vanity! I'm telling you, I thank God for what you have, what you drive. I give God the glory for what you have achieved, your PhD, MA horns, BA horns, and all that. I thank God for your credences and your accolades. Thank God for the, you know, I went to a restaurant and the restaurant, you know, the lady is one of the chiefs in my hometown. She's a woman, but she's a chief. And then she took me, she brought me to a particular place where there were so many awards. Best restaurant of this, best restaurant of that. I was shocked. I was amazed. There is no president of Ghana that have never been to her, her restaurant. Guests, international guest presidents that have traveled from around the world visiting our presidents came to her restaurant. Awards from international. In Europe, this is from whatever. I mean awards. I was shocked. I was amazed. But she took me around and I greeted her and I said, congratulations. But the truth is that the day you die, your family head, the Penny, wouldn't know what to do with all this except to throw them into the bin. And this, this is what we are fighting over. I want to be the best states of this and that. I have awards from Grammys. I have awards from Oscars and, and Crowns. And I have, you know, VGMA. I have an award that, because yes, upon, I'm telling you, for Nyani Gubebi, and Yenya Yekran Kwaji, Juma. Throw the, throw the garbage away. Wake out your salvation with fear and trembling. Want to be, you know, Guinness Book of Records or whatever I we see him. Guinness for Nankasa, where will they stand? When, when they appear before God, where will they stand? He has a, he has a Nobel Peace Prize. Nobel Nankasa, where he will be, you know, when him. I want you to ask that question. Where will Nobel stand before God? The king of kings is talking. Put your garbage aside. I've been the best, best singer for Bahine Kosi and all that. Sometimes when I meet the older gospel musicians and highlight musicians, they speak to me. They are a message. Do you know, you know, Oboba J. Adolfo is still alive? Legend, amazing guy. Sang so many beautiful songs. But the truth of the matter is that now he is not singing again. Because even if you are growing, the voice is depleting. Yeah, I know very good singers. When they now sing, they can, you know, they are totally out of order. At that time, what will you do? So remember your creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come. Where was, where is your job? You used to stand outside in the open and preach the 
gospel. Where did that go to? You used to call up your family people. Come, let us go into the house of God. Let us go worship. Where did that love go? Where, where, where did that love go? Now we, we don't care about anything about almighty God. You used to serve. You used to work for the Lord. Where did that go? I will want to talk to somebody. You may see there is no half quarter work that will be rewarded until you say to the crowd be faithful unto death and I will give you the crown of life when he talked about when he was talking to us in uh, I think it is Hebrews chapter 6 and verse number 9 he said I know beloved there are things that accompany salvation and I speak better things and I'm persuaded and speak better things than of you in the next verse he said he said for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love which you showed toward his name I want you to listen to this very carefully you know you showed to in that you have minister and do continue minister in the 11 verse is a statement it and I want you everybody to follow this one he said we desire that every one of you will do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end I'm telling you unto the end. At the end of your life, unto the end. It's not, you know, he used to be a servant of God. What happened? What happened? He used to serve. He used to. He used to serve in the house of that. What happened? What Jesus? Oh yeah, mommy. Oh please, my darling. Me makunta dami ni mechengrui. I'm thinking of you myself, not you. Me dreaming oh, because Jesus is a Muslim oh. I don't want Muslim oh. Jerusalem Muslim oh. Let there be any. It's in Bethlehem, sorry, them, and all that I'm thinking is daily bread alone. Ah, but this week we have fasting and prayer. Forest and Bible, because from Wednesday till Friday, the first of uh, March, we have we have our you know meeting coming up. This uh, immediately we enter into March. We are also receiving Reverend Eastwood and Naba uh, coming into the house for Reloaded 2024. I mean, these are or oh, you can clap your hands. I can't wait to have Reverend Eastwood again. Reverend Yisud is coming into the house on the 6th, the 7th, and the 8th. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. First week of March. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. The power of God will visit you. Say a good amen. Now let me finish my presentation. If all that it is was to drive all the way to this place, that God will give you daily bread. That was all it was about. You came from your house because of a Canadian visa. Ah, sister, you don't need God for that. I know people who have visas without God. There are people who have traveled to Canada without God doing anything. 
Oh, somebody will say there is nothing that happens on the earth that God doesn't. That's true. But there are things God did not orchestrate. You can never tell me that Obi Kunonu or Tokama is God. There are things God didn't do. You did it. There are things God didn't do and God will never do. You did it. God didn't do that. I did that. There are things that God does not do. We do it. When we steal an election, God didn't do that. When we rig an election, God does not do that. I did it. God didn't do that. God does not do you. You are doing that. It, I came all the way from Tema to sit here because I need a husband. Ah. What about the people who have two husbands? In Uganda, who didn't come to church? Two, not one, two husbands. The Lord called me in a mad generation. You are one friend of Abraham time. God did not call me in uh, Solomon's time. We share for it. Mejuma son papa. Mejuma son papa. Nyami amfremi any time to the time that you can even go to church and the pastor is preaching like I'm preaching and somebody is sitting and get offended. I see a preaching, see a preaching. So sorry, me maybe. Hey, generation here, then. And you know what time the Yami frame, Yami frame a time one will be to me so then what is off when you should be a piece. That is the time. Time will be to me, but sorry, on pill be our person. On pill be on pill be our person. Go draw one of me pill with it in ten years, but they may two two boswa. It will be here, and then and they are asking, and uh, what are you going to do today? Oh, today your best tampona today because <laughs> you are waiting. Who says that? Who says that? Sabri in Kwadim Pabwe Jina Webubu Webu for Mother. Hallelujah. The Lord is coming again. Nobody is talking about. Yes, but nobody is talking about the church. Nobody is talking that Jesus is coming back again to rapture a church that is spotless and wrinkleless. We don't talk about it. Who be a genedia a sitting in you, a sitting in you that you be see a man on that is our care. Bible talks about the cares of this life. Take you to yourselves. That you are not carried about. That your hearts are not overloaded. 
overcharged with suffering and drunkenness and the curse of this life. Take heed. We were with Miss G yesterday, one year on United Television, United Showbiz, beautiful. And she was telling us how people started talking, castigating her, comparing her, and all that kind of thing. And sometimes she cried, sometimes she wanted to retaliate, sometimes she was down. I said, I miss you. <laughs> agasa, agasa. You and me, you and me. Me, I'm one kind of one chef. Me, I'm found on I'm a person catching on, and one person catching on. In fact, you won't train home. As a man, person can't. We do any other thing, you preach a man found. Men found. A dear no one person, me yanni, dear me cano, and no one. What Ghana thinks about him, whatever. I don't think about what you think about. Dear Wapa, you know you dear dance here, so my Majima. You know you dear dance here, so my Majima. Dear Wama Majuma, no, the Michi of Jumano. Yeah. Oh, people will talk about you. Wear clothes, they will talk about it. Don't wear clothes, they will talk about it. Wear shoes, they will talk about it. Don't wear shoes. Everything that you will do. Did you peche Omobeka? Did you scantly Omobeka? At the end of the Sister Yongradi Omojima, put your house in order. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about five things, but my time. Let me tell you just one, and then Tuesday we continue. One of the things you need to put in order are your appetite. Appetite. And I'm not talking about appetite for food only. And I'm not talking about appetite for sex only. I'm talking about appetite for lust. The Bible calls it the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Second John chapter, no, first John chapter 2, verse 15. 1 John 2 15. Do not love the world, nor the things that are in the world. Scriptures like this, this generation don't read. I am the head, not the tail. Uh-huh. Don't love the world, not the things that are in it. If anybody loves the world, the love of the Father. Sister, who betrayed to you in go hell one were you? I'm telling you. If the love the Bible said, if any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in that person. For all the things that are in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes. <laughs> Interesting. And our Christianity is all about material stuff. So when you listen to our preachings, it's all about sorry, we are not coming to serve God. We want to know you. We want to serve you. We want to pick up our cross and deny ourselves and follow you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about Is this Christianity? 
Because I know Muslims and Buddhists and Baha'is, they have all these things. And they did not come to church. Who gave it to them? Who gave it to them? One day you will be lifeless. I was asking Didi, so who took our grandmother to the mortuary and said, my mother said, as for your mother, I know she's a courageous woman. But apparently, her mother went back to the car or the hearse and checked up on her, checked both. Gone. One day everybody will be alive. You can speak big, but when the day comes, somebody will carry you. Somebody will carry you, bath you, dress you. Come down. Come down, come down. Come down! And put your house in order. Sometimes I so free to me, oh, cause I woke up, you grew more of a crumb. In that crowd. The Dow Beco crowd won't. put a sticker. This is miracle sticker. If your baby is sick, rub the sticker with a wet cloth. Squeeze it and give the water to your baby to drink. They will be healed. When they are sick, they go and see their specialist. And then woman no miracle water. Miracle oil. Why don't they chew guru? Miracle guru. Why don't they drink Yesu Moja? Yesu Moja. Ibugu Botrum. What a sick generation. And we are here as a government and we can do nothing about such deception. And people have been exploited. Unbelievable. Yesu Moja. Wanyam Yesu Numbi. Yesu Moja. You are very interested. I want to pray for this nation. I want to pray for you. Stand to your feet. Let us pray. Put your house in order. Put your house in order. Three days ago, we celebrate Apostle General Crunchy Ankra. Happy birthday, Papa. Yesterday was Reverend Richard Boateng's birthday. 
The Lord bless him. My mother Chrissy Dotete is watching us this morning. Mommy, good morning. God bless you. We love you. The right hand is on your heart. We want to pray for this nation. Where we are right now, we need grace and God's grace. Nothing else. As a nation. I would love us to pray for our country. We are asking for his mercy. May the Lord have mercy on us. Play the national anthem. Can you stretch your hands on Ghana's flag that is on the altar of God and for just a few minutes speak a word of blessing over this nation as the Lord heals this particular country. Can I hear your voice everywhere you are? Lift your voice in the name of Jesus. Deliver this country and deliver us from evil. Deliver us in the name of Jesus. And your mercies and your grace come through for us. In Jesus' precious name. Ah! set us free from the oppressions of the wicked my God heal our hearts set our hearts back on fire we rededicate our hearts to you gracious to us master in the precious name of Jesus the two hands are on your heart. Somebody say, Dear Jesus, this morning I rededicate my heart to you. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me in your precious blood. I make it right with you. From this morning, I receive eternal life into my spirit. I am born again. I'm a child of God. Father, I pray for everyone who prayed that prayer with us. And I ask in the name of Jesus that your goodness will be their portion. I pray that you will visit us and heal our wounds, iniquities, and frailties. Let the blood of the Lamb atone our sins. Be gracious and merciful to us. We give you thanks in Jesus' precious name. I pray that this week will be a week of signs and wonders. A week of your help, your benevolence. And your visitation. Give your people rest. I pray for the sinner. Pray for the prisoner. I pray for the sick, the afflicted, the vulnerable. 
restore unto us all things in Jesus mighty name. I pray for the president of Ghana. I ask for your protection and your guidance and leadership. Give me grace to finish well in Jesus precious name. I pray for Ghana and the economy. I pray for your people and I ask for your help and your grace in Jesus precious name. Somebody shout amen. The Lord bless you. We love you. Thank you so much for coming this morning to fellowship and to hear the unadulterated word of the Lord. You are never the same again. Say a good amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. The Lord bless. I would love to thank all of you who joined us. Thank you from radio, online, everything. God bless you. You want to join us for our offerings? The details are on your screen. You're listening on radio 02059-229-6667. That's 059-229-6667. The Lord bless you. When righteousness becomes a lifestyle, the breakthroughs become systematic. I'll see you in the next service at 9 o'clock. Fellowship with us in any of our branches that are closed by you. And the Lord will bless you. Catch you on Tuesday. The Lord bless you. The church has lost discipline, structure, and focus. That is why these days the people come to church with pictures. That's witchcraft. This is the season of the celebration of Jesus Christ. Alabaster International Ministry presents Jesus Celebration with Prophet Kofiudru. Venue, Tesano Worship Center near Tesano Gardens. Come and encounter a deep and total renewal in Christ. For inquiries, call 0202-614-781. Oh